Welcome to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast, where every week, Kirsten and Jeannie dive into the essential topics to fuel your business growth. From copywriting to course creation, mindset to video marketing, they've got you covered. Tune in for expert guest interviews on all things marketing and business, and learn how to work on your business, not just in it. So, get ready to unlock your business potential and take it to the next level. We are thrilled to have Samantha Chef. She is a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and she works with entrepreneurs to take all the mystery and overwhelm out of advertising on Meta. We know everybody has an opinion about Facebook ads. They don't work. They're not necessary. You need to spend $10 million a month. There's myths and legends abound. So today she's going to walk us through how to know you're ready to get started with ads and how to get started smartly. So Samantha, we're thrilled to have you. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here today. And Jeannie, I think you left out the category of people that swear by Facebook ads. There's yeah. some people out there who like, I think if you can master Facebook ads, it is absolutely very lucrative. And that's we're excited because in the past, we've run our own ads, we've had some help in the past, but it is something that if you're not doing on a regular basis, it's hard to keep up with it. So we will definitely, and we have in the past hired someone else to do them for us, which I think is the best bet for people who just don't have the time or energy or the wherewithal to really learn it and then monitor it every day. So yeah, so we're excited. I know you've got three tips for us and I'm excited to get started with the first one. What do we spend? That's what everybody wants to know. How much do I need to spend to make it worthwhile? So what are some of your recommendations? Yeah, I think this is the biggest question. Like you're saying, there's so much mystery. There's so much overwhelm. You hear all these insane numbers, right? About I need to spend 10K a month or 40K a month, or it's just not worth it. And my response to all of this craziness and myths are like Facebook ads are a tool. They don't work or not work on their own. They're just the right tool for some jobs and not for the others. Like if you're trying to hammer in a screw with a hammer and you're like, this hammer is horrible. I was like, no, you need a screwdriver for that tool. So that's my little like bias to try to salvage a little bit of Facebook ads reputations. Um, they're a tool you have to use them correctly for the right job. Now about money, you can run a Facebook ad for as little as $5 a day, which I think is so appealing to people because as advertising goes, they are definitely one of the cheapest forms of advertising to get started with. But I think a lot of people run into issues here because I always recommend you need to spend at least $15 a day to get started with Facebook ads, especially if you're doing something like a conversion campaign, you want people's emails, addresses, which most people are starting with campaigns like that. And here's why. Working with Facebook ads is a little bit like doing the tango. Like you have your job, right? We are telling Facebook, okay, my ideal client is women age 20 to 50 who go to Starbucks and are in moms. And we can go into Facebook and give it that audience. And when we do, we're gonna get millions of people. And then the Facebook algorithm works with us for the other second half of that tango. And they're gonna find the specific people within that audience that are going to take the action that you are asking for. So if that's go to this page and sign up for my email list, when you got your pixel and your tracking all set up correctly, Facebook knows the people who are doing that mostly. There's some difficulties now with iOS 14 and tracking, but they are optimizing your ad. The algorithm is working with you to get people who are gonna take that action. And so if you spend five or $10 a day, it just doesn't give the algorithm enough money to find your people it can choke it up a little bit. So that's why I recommend starting with $15 a day, but you don't need $10,000 a month to get started, which is the great right. news. So you said something about a conversion campaign. So maybe we should start there. Like what types of ads do you run? 
what is a conversion campaign and who is it right for? So maybe we should just hit that a little bit. Yeah, there's a few kind of big categories of ads. You set this up at the top level of your campaign. You can do things like a traffic campaign, which is usually running clicks to a specific website, a conversion campaign, or I think they're called lead campaigns really now, is where you get people to either fill out a form on Facebook and give you their information or send them to your landing page. You can run a sales campaign where your objective is to make sales and purchases on your website. There's things like brand awareness campaigns that don't run as much usually where you can go through a campaign to say, I want people to like this Facebook page, or you could run engagement to a post that you've done organically that's done when you want more likes and comments on it, or things like video view campaigns where you can just put up a video and say, I want people to watch this campaign. So there's all kinds of sorts of different objectives that you can use when you're advertising. Can you help your clients determine what is the right campaign for them based on where they are in their business and where they are with kind of Facebook ads. Yeah, absolutely. My job is not just being the monkey behind the wheel, pushing the buttons, but it's really helping them with the strategy and all starts with their goals and what do you want to do? And then how do we use ads to get you there? And I think for most business owners, I know Jeannie, when we first started, that was something we needed help with. And again, you're in marketing, but ads, I feel like is a different animal and it's always, all marketing is always evolving and changing. But I feel like that's something we asked for help with early on was like, what types of campaigns should we run. Yeah, it all depends on, like you said, what your objectives are, but there's just so many variables when it comes to Facebook marketing. Like you said, do I use a Facebook form or do I have them go directly to my landing page? Is there a difference? Do I need to test that? So just lots and lots of different ways to run a Facebook campaign. And really, unless you have the time <laughs> and the wherewithal to want to learn that, you're oh, I always think you're better off hiring someone. Outsourcing. Yes. So I was thinking about like conversion and sales. And so one of the things I think that we all have a hard time with is you want people to buy your product or service because you need to make money in your business. But sometimes if an audience isn't warm enough, they're not going to buy. Have you experienced that before? Yeah, absolutely. I find sometimes people too, they just want to take what's worked well organically and do it with ads, which isn't always the right strategy, especially if you're used to selling to a really warm audience, for example, like podcast hosts or like people are listening to their podcast for an hour every week for a year. Yeah, they're ready to buy your $400 course. Assuming that someone's just going to download a lead magnet and then be ready to invest that and trust you enough to jump into that with you is maybe not quite the right strategy. So it can even get as far as you have to rethink your product suite a little bit. Can you develop a low ticket offer to help people cultivate the trust and get to know you as you lead them on the road to your higher ticket items? Yeah, yeah. I remember when we did it, I didn't think through that Facebook looks at not only, let's say it's a, an ad where they have to click, it doesn't only look at the ad, it looks where it's being clicked and sent to, to make sure everything is congruent and is consistent so that they feel like you're legitimate. And that's a lot of moving pieces to have not only the ad set up, the audience set up, the spending set up, but also to have the, where you're sending them converting and set up properly. And you can look at the numbers on that, can't you? Yeah, so most of that tracking is done with the Facebook pixel and you can go through and set up basically you can track every button click on a website or track through as they're following through things and you can see, okay, people are getting to add to cart, but then they're dropping off and not completing the sale. Yeah, I know there's certain like metrics to look for when because you work with them not only to set it up, but then to also follow through with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. My package is mainly I find people want a done for you service, as you're saying, like they want to outsource, they're like, I don't want to think about ads, just make them work. So part of my job is not just getting the setup done, but I hit my ads every day, looking at them. I send reports to my clients weekly and I say, okay, this ad is not doing well, but this one's kind of doing well, but let's tweak it and try this. And then actually we're going to try this thing. So it really is all about testing and optimizing, which I think is something people also don't realize about ads. They think, oh, I'm going to put it up and it's going to work overnight. And that's usually not the case. And that's your second tip, right? A-B testing. That's true. Ads are all about testing. They're all about A-B testing, which means that we're only changing one variable at a time. So for example, I like to start testing with the creative. So the images or the videos that are attached with the ad. And that means I'm usually running three or four ads with exactly the same copy. They all say the same thing. The headline is the same. They're running all to the same landing page. Everything about these ads is the same, except for the picture is different. And that lets me see, okay, these pictures stopping the scroll, this video is not doing well. The reason I start by testing the pictures is because that is the first Thing that people really interact with the ad it gets them to stop the scroll and pay attention i have customers who go can we start with the copy and i have these ideas and i'm like no we have to get their attention first because if they're not stopping to read the ad then we can't test the copy um, Very point. Point. yes <laughs> but and making sure just tweaking one thing at a time is so important so when you are ready to test copy it should be the same image but then try the two different sets of copy or try two different headlines, but everything else is the same. So A-B testing, very crucial, but also you don't want to throw a million different things in because then you won't know what's working and what's not working. Yeah, which as a marketer is very frustrating because we want to change everything. <laughs> it's not working, yeah. you need to change everything. And it, you have to have the patience to say, nope, just let's just change this and see how it goes. Yeah, and I think that's frustrating for people because they just want their ads to work. And the reality is that's just not how it works. So you have to have the patience like you make the little changes, test again, make another change, test again. But the value of that is once you get it right, it might that same ad might work for you for a very long time until someone, you know, and then sometimes YouTube changes things, you do it, Facebook changes things, or the economy shifts or the market for what you do shifts or something. But you can sometimes get an ad that can run for a very long time and produce a lot of income for you, a lot of revenue for you, if you have the patience to get it right. Yeah, absolutely. And that ad is working for you all the time, which I think is something people don't think about. But while you're sleeping or while you're napping or while you're playing with your kids, like that ad is up and you're not at the mercy of the algorithm either, right? Because you're paying for that ad to be seen by people. It's always going to be seen by people. And if it's converting well, it's going to be converting. And that's awesome because that's what we talk about. When our clients produce a video for YouTube and then it's repurposed for their social platforms, that video is working for them 24 hours a day, seven days a week for a very long time. And I do want to circle back to something you said briefly earlier. I think we're talking about like Facebook ads and conversion or people that have podcasts and have audiences. Do you feel like people should have some sort of organic reach before they do Facebook ads? Like what is your prerequisite to starting to run Facebook ads? Yeah, it could depend a little bit on each specific scenario, but I do like to see the offer validated organically, which usually involves having some kind of audience, right? If your mom's bought it, it hasn't been validated organically. It's going to be some sort of <laughs> audience there. Because if you're going to be paying to show this messaging to people and show your offer to people, you want to know that it's resonating, that you're speaking to them. 
etc. Now, how big that audience is, I think it can really depend on how fast people want to grow and how much money they want to put behind it to some extent. And I think it's just going to take a little more money, a little more testing if you don't quite have the audience that you aren't quite as narrowed in, but you can grow a little bit quicker than you can organically. So it's not so much about audience. I think it's more about having some sense of your ideal client and having your offer validated and then deciding how much money you're willing to put into building an audience and how quickly is that important to you. That's, that is amazing. And I think that, yeah, we see it a lot of times, like people will have a course created and like they created the course before they really have an audience or like before they really validated it. So they put all this time and energy into creating something and you've got to make sales to validate it. I think you have to be open to improving it and changing it as you get the feedback. But what we'll find sometimes is people will want to create their second course before they even start marketing or validating the first one. And obviously that's because it's a lot safer to sit behind the computer and create things than it is to put yourself out there and try to sell it. So yeah, validation is so important. And that social proof, having clients that actually really what you're doing. And I don't know about other people, but I saw an ad, Facebook ad for a really cute bathing suit because it looks like a little outfit, right? So I went to their website, I checked it out. Then I went and just looked at Amazon to see if they were, if it was there and it was there, they were selling it there, but no one, there was no reviews on it yet. So here it is. We're talking like a 20 or $30 bathing suit. I'm still probably not going to buy it because I want to see some reviews on it. Cause it could come from a company somewhere around the world where you order a size 10 and it comes back a size two. Right? So I kind of want to, I want to see some people who've done that. And I think that's important when you start running ads is realizing that people are going to look you up. They mm -hmm. are going to check you out. And so having great, having your website or having your landing page or having your social content in line and all the messaging the same is really important. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a certain amount of skepticism we're seeing these days in terms of advertising and online businesses and that kind of social proof and just the human element and relationship element has become so important that maybe it wasn't even as important three or five years ago. And people want to see you, they want to see people like your product, that you're real and genuine and they can trust you. Yeah. Yeah. I think people forget about that. They think, oh, I'm going to run an ad but oops, I, I changed my direction and I haven't changed my Facebook page or I haven't updated this. And then people are looking at your stuff online, your LinkedIn, your TikTok, your whatever, and they're completely confused. And they always say a confused mind never buys. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And to you, like, I think people overlook in the ad itself, how like being genuine and human high fine often like it is that iPhone selfie of you with your kid like that does the best or something that feels really genuine, like stock photos and the things that just feel a little bit faker just aren't as converting as well these days. Yeah. yeah. So I know you also wanted to talk about we touched on this a little bit is the customer journey. So talk to us a little bit about how you help your clients through that process. Yeah, this is really important for troubleshooting, right? Because when we talk about testing, well, then the second half of that is what is this data that we're looking at and what does it tell us? And this is one of the things I really love about ads is because the answers are almost always in the numbers and the ads are telling us what's working and what's not working. 
And so what I mean by using the customer journey for troubleshooting is just looking at how people are interacting with your ad and then following along with them and then using that to find out where the holes are. For example, like I was talking about the first number I'll look at is the CTR rate. That's the click-through rate. That tells you how many people are clicking on your ad. Okay, that should be at least 1%. Higher is better. And then that's not great. You're like, okay, people aren't even stopping to read this thing. Like, that's why it's not working. But if it is working, you can move on and go, okay, are they clicking through the website? Oh, okay. I like to see that rate about half of the click-through link rate, half of the click-through all rate. But that number's really trash. Okay, it's my copy. I'm not convincing them once they stop to actually click through and take the action I want. And you can just follow along the whole journey from there. Like once they click through, are they, is your landing page converting? Okay, it is. Then is your funnel converting how you want it to be? And just following along like from the space of someone who's interacting with you for the first time all the way through to where you want them to be and figure out where's the gap. Because usually when something's going wrong, there's a hole somewhere and people are falling through. Yeah, and it's interesting because people are willing to throw the baby out with the bathwater. If I'm not getting the end result, it has to be the ad, so I'll stop running ads. Or I'll change the ad. So even though the ad may be getting them to where it needs to get them, they still blame the ad. And yes. so I think that is like the harder part is being able to explain. And I love that you help your client through the whole thing. And you're explaining the customer journey and you're looking to see where are we losing them and how can we improve this so we can get them to go to the next step. It's so important because again, I think people, they just throw in the towel or they just blame the ad. And we all know that once you get the ad right, and people are clicking, like you said, clicking through it, the next step is making sure, like you said, every other part is working. And I think that can seem overwhelming, really overwhelming at times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It can, it can feel like the ad's not working. I think that's why I try to push back against that language a little bit when people say, it's just my ads, they just don't work. And I'm like, okay, but what isn't working? Because there's one specific problem. And if you find that, you can fix that and then move on from there. Yes, yeah. we love and appreciate people like you who can help us interpret <laughs> that kind of thing because Facebook ads is a little bit of a minefield, I feel like, for me. And I love technology, but interpreting the data is not my favorite thing. But I think the data is powerful because, again, we help our clients like learn to use YouTube and we pair them with a virtual assistant who does all the back-end stuff for them. I think that YouTube is a lot like Facebook ads in the sense that it gives you information. So if your videos aren't working, is it because you're not using the right keywords and no one's clicking on it? Or if they are clicking on it, are they dropping off in the first 30 seconds because you haven't hooked them in? Or if they are watching your video, but they're not taking action, is your call to action not strong enough? Or whatever you're offering them to get them to take that action isn't strong enough. And so I feel like that's where the magic happens is when you can stick with something long enough to use the data to help you make your decisions as you move forward. And then that's when you get the perfection and you get your content working, you get your ads working. But again, for a lot of us business owners, it can be overwhelming. So having someone to support you with that is huge. Yeah, it's definitely overwhelming and time intensive. And I think also very scary for business owners, of course because you're investing money in this and you like if you don't see the return immediately it gets scary but I think you have to realize that it takes time and that's just business sometimes it takes time and patience and resilience but it's amazing how easy everything falls into place once things are optimized and working correctly yeah and one thing I think that we talked about briefly was that you are in Facebook every single day studying your clients ads and I know for business owners, like Jeannie, and I can speak for both of us, like we have sometimes have the best intention 
which is why you know, like running ads, being able to look at it every day. But it's not just a matter of having the time, it's having the bandwidth and the mental capacity to focus on it for a little while. And I feel like that's where sometimes like business owners fall short. We have the best of intention, but either we physically don't have the time or when we get in there because it's something new and it's something more challenging, sometimes you just don't have the bandwidth <laughs> to stick with it and figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. You're always going to have to outsource something in your business too. So I think it's really worth sitting down and thinking about, do I want to learn ads? And if you do, that's great. Go for it. Anyone can learn how to do it. It's not a mystery. But then if you're like, heck no, I think I just need to outsource this one. That's totally okay too. And you're going to have those things in your business. For those people who don't want to outsource, don't you have something, a free gift for them? I do. I have a totally free five-day course where I'll walk you through getting your first Facebook ad set up in less than 15 minutes a day. Very value-packed. And it's all about how to craft the killer ad strategy, how to know you're ready for Facebook ads, how to create that squirrel-stopping creative and copy, and upload everything inside Ads Manager, the whole tech walkthrough of what buttons to push and how to do it. And also last day is all about troubleshooting and the data and what numbers to look at. The link for that is hiddenwillmarketing.com slash crush your ads. And I think you're also going to drop it down below for people to grab. So we'll put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. amazing. I think what's awesome about you offering this free course is the fact that it's hard to make a decision if you're going to hire someone or do it yourself if you just don't know what you're getting into. So by mm -hmm. you giving everyone the knowledge and the information and the tools to do it themselves, then they get to make a decision like, yes, this is something I really want to dig into and have time. And that's great. You've helped them move on to Facebook ads. Maybe they'll hire you in the future when they're too busy. Or someone might get in there and decide, oh, no, I don't, <laughs> I'm going to hire you right now because I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But at least if they have the course too, they're better experienced at having the conversation with you or anyone else for that matter. But you're educating them. And I love that. Thank you. Jeannie, I also have a free gift for you. We are big on outsourcing as well. So we have an awesome free guide called Double Your Income with a Marketing Virtual Assistant. And so we just want to thank you so much for being here with us today. Samantha, this has been awesome. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been great. You're a wealth of information. So we just want to say again, thank you, Samantha. We will hopefully see you again soon. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Business Mastery Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode and you are ready to leverage video marketing on all online platforms, or maybe even start your own video podcast, then you need to check out the Done For You and Done With You program at themarketingvaadvantage.com and take your business to the next level.